the podcast. I'm Ross. I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. We're back. This is three weeks in a row, Ross. What the fuck is going wrong? Or is it that we've got nothing else to do? I was to say, we are becoming worryingly consistent. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? When you, when you have nothing to do and mm. the world is ending. Can I, uh, can I just be the first, because I'm probably going to be the first, to congratulate the UK government on, on how wonderfully they have handled this utter catastrophe? Can I be the first person to just say, well done? <laughs> I'm assuming you're being sarcastic. Well, I, you know... I think it's uh, incumbent upon us to acknowledge that when um, uh, I don't even know how to describe Boris Johnson, but when someone like that takes power uh, and is presumably hoping he's going to have a cushy ride of it because what happens here really and it's all fairly you know humdo and stuff, and then uh, you know the apocalypse kind of comes upon us. And when I say the apocalypse, I mean the apocalypse as perpetrated by the media and obviously government officials and <laughs> all that stuff. Um, I just like to be the first person to congratulate Boris Johnson on doing such a bang up job. See, I actually disagree. I actually think I actually think the government are doing a fantastic job. I think economically they're doing oh, hang they're on. doing stuff no, 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 that's never on. been done before. Let, let me clarify uh, the speed with which they have moved that. Uh, but then again, right? So I have an issue with this, right? Because everyone's like, oh well, Labour would have done this. It's like, do you know what the difference is? That they all follow the same scientific advice. Hmm. So. Regardless of politician, Boris isn't making decisions. Of course. The, the scientific advisors are. And they're saying that it's best to do this, this and this. And obviously, I think they're factoring in a load of different things from, from kind of economics to... Because I, I, I think if everyone just went into pure lockdown and everything was shut, there'd be huge issues. Oh, of course. It doesn't help um, how the public have reacted. Oh, the public are just fucktards, right? Absolute fucktards. Um, but no, so I actually I actually think that the government have done a, a pretty decent job considering nothing like this has ever happened in the history of ever. Very true. In in modern environment, right? So we, we don't have precedent to know. And, you know, what works in one country doesn't necessarily work in another, albeit stringent lockdown does seem to be very successful where it is working absolutely but anyway politics aside how are we uh we are good uh we are things <laughs> myself and the wonderful jenny are hunkered down in casa de boyas i don't know if you call it that anymore um and um and uh yeah we're just getting on with it really we're watching films <laughs> and uh all other sorts of things and it's yeah we're just getting on with things it does feel like we're sort of pent up trying to survive the outside world a bit yeah yeah i mean i i i'm like i i'm lit we're literally living in a combination of the stand and um uh like contagion right now right yeah somewhat it, it it's kind of like this this yet yet do you know the interesting thing is that the skies are clear, like the air it's is clear. It's beautiful outside. There's no noise at all. It's like the world's actually quite nice at the moment. Yeah, no, I was going to say, going for a walk is a, a delight. Yeah, it's it's genuinely interesting. Um, and I, you know, and I'm we'll, we'll get onto it because we always do. But you know, I'm I'm sure that. Um, you know, I thought this couldn't get any worse, right? I was like, oh my 
God, you know, we're like everything shut down. I can't do anything. Cinemas are closed. You know, like literally nothing, nothing is is good. And then I watched Cats and realised that the world can actually get worse. Ah, yes, I've uh, yeah, I'm probably somewhat late to the party one simply because I haven't watched it yet either. I don't. There's only one reason. There's only one reason to watch Cats, and that is because, like, there exists apparently a version of the film with the cat's buttholes in it. Yeah, someone had to CGI removed. I just heard about that. It sounds fantastic. And you kind of go, I want to see that film, right? I want to see a film where they had to CGI remove all the buttholes. We want the Snyder edit. We want the Snyder cut of Justice League, and we want the buttholes cut of Cats. That's 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 all. Exactly. More um, than our freedom, more than our more than our liberty and our freedom. More than our freedom. Um, it's interesting because you know, for everything that's going on, we we joked about how cinemas are going to have to change distribution models and you know this that and the other, and it's all happening. Everything we said is happening, other than the fact we didn't expect cinemas to completely close. Yeah, but like films that have been out in the cinema three days are being released on on demand. Yeah, that's fascinating, isn't it, actually? Um, and then people are complaining that they have to pay for them, <laughs> which is even fun. Okay, now, honestly, it's 20 quid, dude. It's like, if you have to complain about paying 20 quid for a film that's just been released in the cinema, yeah, t- The Hunt, if you've got two people, get The Hunt, 20 quid is a fucking bargain. It's it is. Yeah. Total bargain. Yeah, totally worth it. And the difference is you don't have to sit with some... Some annoying idiot next to you eating food. Be serious, Phil. Have you straight staged this uh, mass catastrophe just so you can finally get cinema your way? That's exactly it. Yeah, I have, right? You've been talking about this for ages. If you could just get a premium. I think it's Disney. I think it's Disney have done this because they just want the biggest launch possible for Disney Plus in the UK. I was going to say, we cannot wait to get Disney Plus. At the moment, Disney Plus is something so much to look forward to. In, oh, today, uh, in Tuesday, I think. Tuesday, March 20, yeah. March 24th. Oh. Yeah, March 24th. I was surprised I hadn't released that early, to be fair. Well, I mean, I think that they were... Actually, I couldn't even tell you why, but that's pretty amazing. I'm also wondering if we're, <laughs> yeah. we're going to get some sort of weird um, announcement that, like, Rise of Skywalker will be on it or something. It is. Oh, I is it? Oh, it is? Gonna, yeah, yeah. I think I said they're going to release that early. And Onward. Oh, oh, Onward as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I don't know about UK, right, but certainly in the States. And on top of all of that, you've got The Hunt, you've got Bloodline coming to um, uh, On Demand, you've got The Gentleman coming to On Demand. Oh, really? Yeah. Bloodline as in, do you mean Bloodline as in a Sean William Scott film? No, Blood, Blood, Bloodshot, sorry. Bloodshot. Oh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. The Vin Diesel film that probably made nine dollars at the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Which they'll blame on the coronavirus, not the fact. They'll blame it on the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely terrible. Um, Yeah. So, so yeah. So the world has literally changed, and it's done exactly what we kind of wanted it to do. Yeah. Wow. I mean, well, well, I mean, what you what what you wanted it to do, possibly. Yes, I'm certain. I like going to the cinema. Do you know how many people? I love going to the cinema. Do you know how many people have messaged me saying, well, with the cinema cut off, that's your last lifeline? And I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. That's I mean, harsh. I mean, it's I true. Have, but... I was going to say, I have, I have considered committing seppuku outside the picture house central. 
I know. Right. Well, this, this is the thing, right? So I can't go to the gym. I can't go to the cinema and I can't get a coffee. I yeah. mean, basically, they want us to die at home. And I can't go to the theatre. I mean, this is literally hitting me in all the places I like to hide. Precisely. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We, we've literally just been talking about Jenny and I were just discussing the fact, in fact, she brought it up, that about two weeks ago, we were going out to the theatre nearly every night, like seeing yeah. different things. And suddenly it's like, oh, you can't do anything again. Yeah. <laughs> like, for the foreseeable, you can't do anything at all. Like, do you remember? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Bill Hicks. I no, actually, it might have been Dennis Leary. And I know sometimes it's hard to confuse the two because Dennis Leary ripped off Bill Hicks. Yeah. But, like, like, do you remember the, the joke about when AIDS is... Oh, no, it was Bill Hicks. When Bill Hicks said, yeah, when AIDS is cured, they'll be fucking in the streets. Yeah. And, like, well, yeah, you know, exactly. people just... The day that coronavirus is done and everyone's allowed out from their houses... <laughs> Right, listen, the day, the day everyone's... Yeah, the day they announce, it's all good, guys. First of all, how rammed is everything going to be? Like, how rammed Every- are all... Like, everything is going to be completely overrun. It'll be like panic entertainment. Even Wimpy will sell out that day. <laughs> Wimpy? <laughs> Little chefs are going to be rammed. Little chefs are going to be fucking off the hook, <laughs> mate. Chef, happy River, Happy Eater. Yeah, Happy Eater. Every, everyone's going to be rammed. <laughs> Lecking it like they'll never do so well. Like everyone's complaining about how badly they're doing while they're closed, which I'm obviously very understandable. But actually, the moment it all opens, they're going to be overrun by like a swarm, like out of World War Z. There's just yeah. be people tidal waving into places where they can go. Like, there's going to be queues for McDonald's, like there's been queues for toilet rolls. Brighton Pier will probably crash under the weight of the people. Yeah, it's going to be like. Mental. There's going to be like, there's going to be parties in the street. It's going to be like, it's going to be like, it's going to be like the good football event when the whole country just like is in the best mood ever. Yeah, until no, we you get are kicked right about out. we get kicked too. out and then everyone goes yeah. and smashes buildings up. <laughs> it's mm. like, well, I've been saying for a little while, I've been saying for a little while now, panic will turn to anger at some point. So it's going to be very well, and, and then it'll turn to happiness. And then, yeah, it, well, so. then it'll turn to despondence. Mm. Then it'll turn to happiness eventually. I mean, yeah. my house is getting the most amount of work done on it at the moment, right? It's mm. like I'm doing up window. Uh, wood, like, I painted a fence yesterday. It's like I'm that I'm that on the edge of things to do. So, obviously, oh. uh, as we do every episode, let's I was start. About to say, with... I was about to say welcome to the podcast where we talk about films. <laughs> ten, minutes in, uh, ten sure. minutes into a sometimes 30 minute podcast and already yes. we are not talking about film so ross um yes. obviously i saw cats right uh all i'm gonna say is no i mean i cannot believe you even bothered i, just, I cannot believe you bothered it 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 genuinely i've never seen like, like you take an average director and a bunch of exceptionally good british actors and mm. james Corden. And then you mm. stick them in a film that yeah. literally is the definition of a bad acid trip. Right. It's it's, it's just fucking appalling. Uh, so that's that's the most recent film I saw. And I haven't seen an older film. I've, my, my film watching, because I'm not doing any traveling, has gone through the fucking floor at the moment. Oh, right. Um, so the other film I saw recently was a horror come relationship drama called After Midnight, which. Oh. Which was really disappointing. Oh. Because it's heavy on the relationship drama and very low on the monster bit. Oh. Oh, and, quite and kind of exactly nowhere it's going. Oh, yeah. 
No. So that, those are kind of two films that I've seen recently. You're still in. You're still balls deep into martial arts. I am. I am indeed. I'm trying to remember what the last film was that I told you about. Oh, uh, so it would have been oh. last Saturday. Yes. Hang on. That's a very good point. Um, Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Sorry, I'm actually trying to find. Where, where was it? Uh, did I do? I did Roadhouse. I did for Adventure in America. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Never back. I'm trying to figure out the ones we talked about. You did Lone Wolf McQuaid. Ah, ah, yes. Okay, good. Well, so from the 14th. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, day 14 was the perfect weapon. Ah, oh, I saw you watch that. Yeah. That. Is well, you know, you know, you know how much I love that film. It right? is one of the most, per- oh, without getting ridiculous, the most perfect like nineties action martial arts action yeah. film. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's short, serious, and mental. Yes, fair enough. <laughs> it's very charming. Uh, loads of great places. Uh, day fifteen was martial law via uh, Cynthia Rothrock, Chad McQueen, uh, David Carradine, and Phil Tan uh, martial arts. Oh, I lots of have. I still have the VHS that you donated to my VHS collection. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. It's really enjoyable. It's very goofy, but lots and lots of fun. Yeah, it's uh, good fun. Day 16 was the uh, the extended cut of The Protector, the Jackie Chan 1985 film, which was an American movie, the original version. But then he did like a Hong Kong version, which is really interesting, where it's got a lot of the stuff from America, but then redubbed in Chinese, I guess. So I that's that kind of weird it's on it's on the um the brand new blu-ray from 88 films who are doing this amazing job of releasing martial arts movies and jackie chan movies and stuff um very entertaining kind of bonkers uh, much more bonkers than the american version obviously uh day 17 was kiss of the dragon uh the jet lee movie uh Bridget yeah Kinder. yeah lots and lots of fun great fights it's one of those one of the best of the uh the martial arts movies produced by luke besson at the time you did like the transporter and so forth i really yes. agree with that yeah. Uh, day 18 was Blind Fury, uh, the Rutger Hauer uh, oh, nice. remake of Zatoichi, uh, which is fantastic. So with Shokasagi as uh, uh, like a cameo as an assassin brought in to take him out. Uh, excellent if people haven't watched it. <clears throat> day 19, the Donnie N classic In the Line of Duty 4, uh, which in the UK was just In the Line of Duty, uh, which is a fantastic martial arts movie directed by Yu Wu Ping. Uh, tons and tons and tons of crazy fight scenes. Uh, day 20, we're getting close. Day 20, uh, Maximum Risk, in my opinion, Jean Claude Van Damme's best movie. It's fantastic. Oh, controversial. Have you seen it? Have you seen Max? Yeah, Risk? years ago. Oh, it's fantastic. The fights are really realistic as well. Uh, supporting cast are great. And it's got a proper like Euro thriller feel to it. It's not just like kind of a crazy martial arts movie, if you know what I mean. It's got uh, a real edge to it. And then yesterday, day 21, uh, was Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, Remo Unarmed and Dangerous, as we know it over here as well, so, which is still superb. Uh, there's, there's a slight issue with the fact that Joel Grey is, like, Asianed up, <laughs> which is perturbation. <laughs> but the makeup looks amazing, but it, but it is still, like, a bit of a worry. You kind of go, this is a bit uncomfortable. Uh, but he's so yeah. brilliant. And Fred Ward is fantastic in it, you know, and um, Wilfred Brimley. Anyway, re- really excellent action movie. Really funny. Back in the day, we could get away with... Uh with doing stuff like that. We, we could, but it was just... Oh. So what about the most <laughs> recent film? So hang on, wait a minute. You must have watched a film that was older. So what was the most recent one of those? No, no literally, literally, since the last time we spoke, all I've done is I've watched The Stand. 
Oh, which we spoke about last uh, time. So you haven't actually watched an older film since we last spoke? So. No, no, no. We, I'm, oh, literally, I've watched two films this week. I've watched, wow. like, um, caught up on loads of TV, right? So third series of um, Westworld started this week, which is fucking great first episode. And oh, I'm so happy to see Tommy yeah, Flanagan yeah. in it. Oh, I love Tommy Flanagan. That's awesome. I was, yeah, I was like, oh my god. And then, then without giving anything away, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's just going to be like a henchman in it for one episode. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it looks like he won't be. Yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. Because <laughs> so, he's, so, he's like a proper underrated, like he's superb. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the most recent film that I've seen. Uh, in general, <clears throat> well, the most recently released film I've seen, I should say, is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, what Which, did you think? I thought it was fantastic. It's good fun, isn't it? I genuinely thought it was... It's not quite at Pikachu level, because I think Pikachu was so unexpected. No, no really Pikachu level. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, all I mean by that is particularly because of Pikachu, the Pikachu thing was so unexpected in terms of what that film was. It was very, yeah. very clever. Uh, and Sonic is just out-and-out out fun, but I super, 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 super enjoyed it. Like, it yeah, was it, really, really enjoyable. Um, Jim Carrey is having a whole lot of fun in that film. Oh god, yeah. But even like Mars, like everyone, everyone in it is like there's like I don't know. It just feels like an enjoyable, it's like an enjoyable experience. It's not just it, it works kind of thing. Like it's really, really got good nature. John Schwartz as Sonic is fantastic as well. Uh, the actor with the, you know, the voice actor, he's been in tons of stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I just I really liked it. And also, did you see the thing in the end credits? Yes. Uh, like, yeah, I thought it was fantastic as well. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. And I'm not even a fan. Yeah. I don't even really know the characters particularly. Like, last time I played Sonic was on my Mega Drive, probably. You know? Yeah, no, I think I'm, I'm the same as you, right? I think, like, I'm... I don't think I've, I've ever been a huge fan of Sonic. Game was um, fine. Like, the game, when, when I played it back in the day, but I didn't think anything fine. more than that. But I was never really a... Um, I was never really a uh, uh, Sega person, right? So... Right. Yeah, no, I, 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 um, yeah, I thought it was all, all right that film actually. It was much better than I expected it to be, mm. which is always a good thing. I, I'm building up quite a quite a collection of stuff to watch, but just don't have the time or the travelling to watch it at the moment. Mm. Also, Emma, Emma's another film that's um been released early. Oh yes, no, I'd like to see that actually. Um, so yeah, so it, yeah, it's, it's strange times, right? Because I've been going to cinema loads recently and like watching loads of films, and then now I'm just not. Uh, and obviously, I'm defaulting to, to, to TV. And I know you're not a fan and you've never been a fan, but I have to keep saying this Better Call Saul is actually almost getting as good as Breaking Bad. I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure. It's, it's, it's been on for long enough now where, where I, I'm, I'm sure it is a very good show, I just don't care <laughs> like, i just don't care um if i'd have i suppose if i'd have carried on watching it at the time maybe i just that first episode maybe or first couple of episodes made me so annoyed but then you forget, right? so annoyed. when i was when i started watching um breaking bad i gave up after three four episodes and i've never seen the end of the first season all right yeah uh but then obviously very quickly i realized that i quite liked it and it was fairly good mm-hmm. and in fact it's one of the best tv shows Ever made. Um, all for the back of feedback last week, I put a bonus podcast out this week. Uh, I've re-released our Spectre podcast. Oh. So I've put that back out as a brand new episode on the feed. Intriguing. Because it's one of our favourite episodes we've ever done. So we thought... I we did actually... Think- 
I did actually listen to it again, and it's <laughs> I think it's quite a good gateway episode to listen to uh, to people who haven't heard our stuff before. I yeah. don't know why. I think we just hit our stride with that one. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. So I thought as a theme today, as you know, we've we've done films to survive the apocalypse. Well, films mm. about the apocalypse. We've done films about being locked in houses and, and trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I just thought, after seeing Cats, I thought we should <laughs> probably talk about some of the worst blockbusters ever made. I mean, you haven't even really, you haven't even really talked about how bad Cats is yet. Okay. I mean, on a, on a level of, <clears throat> if I could go back and do my worst film of the decade again... <laughs> which went to Transformers <clears throat> Age of Extinction. Yes. There would be some serious thoughts, serious thoughts, as to is it actually worse than that film? Right, okay. It's nothing lands in it, right? Nothing mm. lands in it. Like, mm. the, the songs just don't work on film. The choreography right. is bizarre. <laughs> The CGI is the CGI is brilliant, but just terrible. I technically it looks great. Right. It just doesn't work. And casting Judy Dench and making her sing and making kind of um Ian McKellen sing and right. having Idris Elba in it in, in what is possibly his most miscast role ever. Right. It, Words just cannot describe how much I sat there with my head in my hands going, who thought this shit was going to be a good idea? Right, right. And I always remember when when Tom Hopper, is it Tom? Oh, I'm trying to remember the bloody director's name now. Um, Tom, Hooper, always, Tom Hooper. Tom Hooper. Tom Hooper, that's it. Right, who I always think is a, is a pretty average director at the best of times. Right? Yeah. So when Tom Hooper was asked um, at a press conference, you know, are you happy with the film? And his answer was, I only finished it this morning at 8am. Right. Tells you everything you need to know. And then, of course, after it was released, they sent out an updated version of the film with new effects. Right. Yes. Yeah, see, I heard about that. They proved the film with it. Better. Yeah, what does that mean? So, probably the only film in the history of cinema that's had a new version sent out, like, two or three days into its cinema run. Sure. Yeah, it was very soon. So... All of this just came together to to really, 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 really create one of the biggest misfires of all time evs ever. So and I thought that would lead quite good. So I found an article by Screen Crush. Right. Where they they list the 25 worst blockbusters of all time. Oh, right. okay. And I thought because actually, actually, there's a couple of controversial ones in this. Okay. I thought it'd be worth us just reading, going through their list and giving our opinions on the films and then, then maybe including any that we've missed out. They we think oh, okay. they missed out. So they're number Can twenty-five. I, is there any chance I could look at this list? Oh, of <laughs> course. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna read it to you to be fair. But, oh, okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, so we're I'm just read. gonna talk about we're just gonna talk about <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go through each one in different detail. Uh, number okay. twenty-five, X-Men Origin Wolverine. Okay, it's pretty terrible. Pretty fucking shit, wasn't it? Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. So X Men Origins Wolverine. This is the one that has. Deadpool. Well, that got released early, didn't it? Was, well, it had a version. Originally, it wasn't Deadpool. Originally, it was. Um, if I don't know if people know this. Originally, Scott Adkins played that whole character, 
and uh, then they put Ryan Reynolds in it because he did all the fight stuff with Wolverine you know, at the end. That's yeah. mostly Scott Adkins. Uh, and he's even talked about all the special features on the DVD Blu-ray and stuff. They all talk about Scott Adkins loads. It's interesting. How uh, bizarre. Yeah, and then they brought in Ryan Reynolds. And it's not even Deadpool anyway. It doesn't just barely does anything. Barely says anything. Do they reference so him as Deadpool? Yes. At the, well, I don't think they call him Deadpool. I think they call him Weapon something, right? Weapon 11? Weapon, or Weapon X. Weapon X, that's it, sorry. Uh, and um, Which is weird, because Wolverine was Weapon X, but... Uh, <laughs> that's, that's another, another story, forget about it. I mean, it's, but, but, it was yeah. just an abortion of a movie, right? It was pretty terrible. It had, it had some good bits in it, like, and... and um, and Jackman's commitment, but Jackman's commitment to Wolverine is amazing. Look, amazing. the one thing you the can effects say, are terrible. yeah, the one thing you can say about every X-Men film that Jackman is in is that yeah. Jackman is always the best thing in every X-Men film. Easily. Like, by far, right? Yeah, and easily. let's be honest, the X-Men film, I'm guessing, and I haven't, I haven't looked at all of this list, but I'm guessing the X-Men films come up on this a couple of times. Well, I'm sure Dark Phoenix does. Well, no, it's 2008, it was written, so I think Dark Phoenix might dodge that bullet, but certainly oh, let's perfect. put Dark Phoenix on our additional list of films that are shit, because yeah. Dark Phoenix is bad. Yeah. Uh, next up on this list is Babylon Babylon AD. I've not seen it oh, actually. Oh god, that one. <coughs> that was um, that was um, Diesel and Michelle Yao, I think. Yes, yes, I think you're right. And it's it's Vincent Cassell. I think Vincent Cassell directed it or something or something. Oh, no, Mat- like, Matteo. Matteo, yeah, Cass- that guy. Or maybe Cassell's in it, but I can't remember. It's absolutely forgettable. I mean, I I. Don't think I've seen it. Next it's up, like, it's like it's like it's like the cold light of day of sci-fi. Whatever. <laughs> I never forget that the cold. Oh, the cold light of day is and for you, Holmes. And for you, Holmes and Watson. Oh, it's me, cold Holmes light of day. Watson. Well, yeah. remember because you'd forgotten you'd watched it. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> I like totally forgot. I like I watched it, and it's like in the middle of the podcast, I was like, "Oh fuck, I watched that." Next <laughs> up on this list is a personal favorite of mine in terms of bad movies. It's Battlefield Earth. Oh, yeah, obviously that was one of the first ones that comes to mind. <clears throat> it's extraordinarily terrible. It is. I mean, I, I tried. I remember I tried watching it a second time on DVD because everyone, you know, we had to see it at the cinema and go, what was that? And the DVD, <laughs> I don't know, I got maybe 25 minutes in. It's like, what's it, the point? I, I, I remember watching it all the way through and coming out going, yeah, that was a thing. That was yeah, that existed. Like I just, you just sort of with films like that, you just wonder how they know they're finished. <laughs> did we? Fin- how did we finish? <sighs> like I suppose everyone. I mean, all you can imagine is that people watched it and went, "Yeah, I guess." Because yeah. no, who 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 watched it went, "Yes," like it's, it's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like like watching it back and going, "Yeah, that that works." Now, nah. next up no, on I'm the sure. list is the Avengers, not the Avengers, but oh, the, the Avengers. Avengers. I see. I I actually think that film's quite good fun. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't hate that film, right? There's going to be films on this list where I just go, sorry. Yeah. And like Sean Connery was fun. Yes. Oh, of course he was. Um, Ralph Fiennes was very well cast. It's Uma arguably. Wasn't. It's arguably. I don't know. I was almost going to say. I don't know if this is helpful. It's arguably ahead of its time, but it's still bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like both. It, it's t- a 1998 movie that that definitely had an. A, ahead of its time feel I wish they'd left everything in because you do wonder oh, what the whole film is yeah because you just wonder and I heard some stories about what gone but you kind of go just give us the whole version yeah okay so we need the Snyder cut of uh, 
of Justice League. We need we <laughs> the butthole but, cut, but, but cut of cats, and we need the the che- is it Jeremiah Chechik? I can't remember who. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, let's get the full on unexpurgated Avengers cut. Because that was the first trailer, right? That was the first trailer where you watched the film and went. Yeah, but that's not the trailer. That's not the yeah, film. Yeah, completely, completely, completely. It's completely different. Um, mm. Next up are two films I've not actually seen. Uh, I've okay. not seen Cool World with Brad Pitt. I have. <laughs> I think I by tried. The way, by the way, I regularly boast about that to people. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, know, you know, if you'd seen A Cool World by uh, by Ralph Bakshi and uh, sorry, Brad Pitt. No, it's terrible. Yeah, and the next one is uh, The Last Airbender by M. Night Shyamalamalamalot. Oh, who the hell, who, I mean, did anyone really watch that? I, I mean, even I, and I, I I watched all of his films, and I got to, like, The Last Airbender, and I was like, fuck off. Yeah. Just fuck off. Yeah. Um, next up, Jonah Hex. I really like Jonah Hex. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, I really, I'm not going to say it's great, but I like it. it. It's Fassbender. Uh, Fastbender is completely unrecognisable in it. Yeah, and like it just—it's fun. Like it's just it's, it's, Rowling's well cast in that, right? I think they're. I think I genuinely think there's nothing wrong with that film. Like, it, like I'm not going to call it good. That's wrong. But like, it—it's it, fine. Like, like it's perfectly fine. What I love, and I think this is a great quote, um, as if the editors have been told that if they couldn't make a good movie, make it short. <laughs> That sounds like Suicide Squad. <laughs> 81, 81 minutes. Um, Jonah Hex, yeah. I mean, it, it's not egregious, right? Um, no. Do you know what? Honestly, with that running time, like you say, it almost runs like a pretty solid TV movie. Yeah. Like it, like a pilot, like a TV pilot. Yeah, shows. totally. Uh, number 18 yeah. on this list is The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Oh, that, that. Right. I, I was thinking <laughs> about that when we talked. Um, have you ever watched it? Yes, years ago. It is right? impossible. It is impossible. Yeah. Like you just watch it going, I don't, I don't understand how, how much cocaine was used. I don't, like it, in the editing. They had all the cocaine. It's un- even in the, just the editing suite. I mean, that go, is, what? yeah, I mean, that is literally like 2002. There was a cocaine shortage because of and that. Because of that film. And also, like, if I remember over here, it literally did go straight to DVD, which was unheard of at the time because it was such a big, it was Warner Brothers, I think. Yeah. If I'm, and, and like, it was unheard of to go straight, like, straight to home. I'm pos- unless there were some releases. Like, no, no, no. I think, of, I think you're pretty right. I'm yeah. pretty sure it went straight and it was kind of notorious for that. Like, oh, no. Oh, what, what went wrong? Um, the next one's more controversial because even I don't think this is a terrible film. Mm. But the next one is Jurassic World. Jurassic World? Jurassic World, yeah. Wait, is it ten years from two thousand and eight? Two thousand fifteen. Oh, two thousand. Why did I think it was two thousand eight? You said something Colin about the list. Trevorrow. I thought. No, I thought you said the list was two thousand and eight or something. No, no, it's the, the, uh, no. The list is from two thousand eighteen. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That makes more sense. That's confusing. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. Sorry. Um, that makes uh, a lot more sense. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, that's a great film. It's, yeah. I'm not going to say. Yeah, see, I mean, I, again, I got twenty-five minutes into the second one. I don't, um, I don't love Jurassic World, right? I think that the, so again, great quote here. Um, yeah. It's like watching a five-year-old smash his dinosaur to- toys together for two hours. I mean, why is that a bad thing? First of all, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Secondly, I don't think it is that. But thirdly, I remember watching it and going, for what it's worth, it's a little bit like when I watched the Hobbit films. I was like, I really like being back in this world. I love the music. I love the yeah. park. I love the atmosphere. I thought the cast were all great, actually. Uh, there's definitely some silly bits in it, no doubt. But then why shouldn't it be silly? Yeah, it's a like, film like, about dinosaurs. I genuinely, right? think that's an enjoy- I genuinely think that's an enjoyable film. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Next up, oh. next up, uh, we I think we will both agree on this from 1999. It's oh. Will Smith and Wiggity Wiggity Wild Wild oh. West. Oh yeah. yeah. I, again, that was, it's a that film was... that I don't. No, but I, I will I will say I will say that's the one where it he had had like an almost flawless track record at that yeah, point. Yeah, God, yeah. I would go and see, at that point I would have seen Will Smith in anything. And we did. And well, we did. <laughs> And then, and then you hear about the Kevin Smith story with John Peters about the giant robot spider. Um, and then, <laughs> that's which amazing, is terrible. isn't it? And, and also, yeah, that is amazing. When you, find, when you hear about, he yes, couldn't get it into yes. Superman, so he literally does a film called Wild Wild West and put, put it. Giant, yes, yes, exactly. Um, Ken Branagh, who I love, is sorely miscast. Like I love, I mean, I, like it just did. The character doesn't work. Not but actually, there is stuff to there is stuff to enjoy in it for sure. And also, the song is killer. The song. The ti- that title song is absolutely even now massive. I listen to that yes song. it's terrific that song like um, it really is and it's just a shame that film that film is almost like 70% yes and then 30% no fucking stop 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 yeah, like the, it's, yeah. it's not it's not it's not half but it's not it's not it's not just not okay it's like stop don't 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 yeah. do it this is totally yeah. it it's like yeah. it's like basically the like like you say 70% of yeah that's all right yeah, but and the it works, and it's fun and enjoyable. Yeah, fucking awful. And yeah. in a film where there's ninety-eight percent fucking awful, um, mm-hmm. and thus once again, generally saying that the uh, the rule of any director with one name or one stupid name tends mm-hmm. to make bad films. Yeah, Pete off, and oh. his take on Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah, it is absolutely terrible. I mean, has he has he ever made another film? Because he was an artist, not a director anyway. He was yeah. like some sort of. You know, uh, I will, I it was will absolutely terrible. But also, it is funny. It is funny right. as hell, though. Oh it my is. god! I remember we saw it. I'm sure we saw yes, it in the cinema. Together. I think we did. And you kept pointing out that the, the stump man. At one point, you could see <laughs> it's the stump man. Asian, it's an Asian stump man for a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> fucking amazing. But also, there's also one of my favourite shots of all time <clears throat> is Sharon Stone. When she's got oh, the, who I, <laughs> by the way, by the way, I think she's genuinely good as the villain and Lambert was. I think they're actually really good in it. But that's beside the point. There's that shot <clears throat> when she's kind of getting ready for that showdown and she's swathing all that cream on her face. Yes. And it turns into the Sharon Stone Bukaki party. Like that is <laughs> that is the most insane shot because it holds on her for so long yeah. while she's doing it. And you're kind of going, and again, the commitment of Sharon Stone. I'm not kidding. Look, to to sit to sit there and do that and yeah, look yeah. serious. And a lot is of the time, insane. a lot of times, like the the, the people are committed to their role. <laughs> that right? film. That film. Uh, basically, the answer is no. He made a TV movie uh, oh, okay. and then a TV series, uh, and that's right. it. Uh, but Benjamin Bratt. But even Benjamin Bratt, because he's he plays like Tom Lone, you know, surprise cat name. Yeah. He didn't have a, but like Benjamin Bratt is one of those guys who I've always thought is just cast in films. Like he's just in films. I don't quite understand. Well, it's like um Bratt. like the guy from Avatar, right? What's his name? Right. Oh Worthington. Worthington. Yeah, I can't but at least Benjamin Bratt sort of works his way up though, because like he was in Demolition Man. Yeah, he's done loads yeah, of Sam Worthington I, just mm. Um so next up, I, oh, is it terrible? No, because the sequel was far worse, but the amazing oh. Spider Man. Oh, but then again, I don't like that film. I don't like either of those films at all. Like, because of the fact that they made, if nothing else, I think Garfield was, was, was miscast. Yes. He's a good actor, but he was miscast. And I genuinely think they, they made Peter Parker a dick. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. I don't and know why. Less so in the second film in terms of his character. But the first film, he is such a piece of shit. Yeah. To everyone. And, and you know, like, oh. 
You f- also, like, okay, Spider-Man Three was bad, right? But yeah, it was. But it was but, like, it was fun in hindsight. Yeah. In hindsight, yeah. not Amazing Spider-Man fun. just just isn't. That, I think that's the problem. Problem. It just isn't fun. And the sequel was just appalling. Yeah, the sequel was jank. Although one thing I will say for it is, I was amazed that they did the death of Gwen Stacy. Like I was amazed that yeah. they did that bit, and but they did put, do that well. I thought they did that well actually but, because there was no real payoff though. No, because it, it happened. Didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. Uh, next up, thing. I think uh, universally decried as one of the worst films of all time, uh, worst adaptations of all time. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> okay, so here's a funny thing. I have just been there's a there's a podcast called uh, the best films never made. Yeah, and it's uh, it's all about films that went into development and you know all that sort of stuff. And funny enough, the, the 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 presenters of that are actually the writers of Sonic, which is funny. The film. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so they've done a bunch of films, and it's done by uh, produced by uh, Dean Devlin and Mark A. Altman, who did that. Yeah, you know, Mark A. Altman, nice. uh, Free, Free Enterprise. And all. What's anyway, the podcast? So, so, so it's called the best movies never made. It is excellent. And I will say, interesting, just because you've mentioned that film, they've just done, or I've just finished listening to, a four-part deep dive on Super Mario Bros. Wow. To the point, to the point where I didn't want to listen to it anymore because like, they're brilliant and they have, like, and they because they go through drafts, like they read bits of drafts. And okay. They talk about, and and it's fact they did a five-part one on, on the Spider-Man films that never got made. Including wow. the one, including the one that Canon were going to do with Charlie Sheen, and like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it is a superb point. I mean, it's superb. But, but Super Mario Brothers, that film is so bad. Like with a few moments that are good, I suppose. And, and, and I'm not kidding. If you listen to that podcast, you will really understand how yeah. that film gets to that. So it's it's fascinating. Genuine. Anyone into development or writing or whatever, it is fascinating where that film started, like originally, and what it became, and how you can tell. Yeah. What, what? 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 How? How? What, how that came to be? It's, it's ge- genuinely brilliant. Really. There's obviously there's the Bob Hoskins story, and I never know if it, which yes. one's true, but it, it's, well, it's the, the swimming, it's the swimming pool one. Because the, the there's also the shoes one as well, right? Oh, Where yeah, yeah. like apparently he, 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 why did you make that film? Oh, I need to keep him in shoes, and his kid says I, I don't need shoes that badly. According um, uh, the one, I, the one I know about is Dad. Why did you make Super Mario Brothers? And he says apparently, apparently he says you see that swimming pool out there. <laughs> which I can't believe you can believe that you can believe my other favourite one of those is Michael Caine and when he got the script to George Bahamas he he opened it up he said exterior Bahamas and he closed the script and phoned his agent I'll do it 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 wouldn't surprise me I could could believe at that point considering how jaded Michael Caine must be I mean he said that story a lot and I'm sure it's true so the next couple don't require any conversation at all Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales oh Jesus uh, I don't think I've even seen it. Is that part four? Uh, no, no. Well, no. I think that's part five. Actually, I think part five is better than part four and part. I haven't three. seen. Four, I haven't seen four. I do genuinely want to at some point sit down and watch parts four and five just to be like, all right, because nothing. The first one was such a surprise. Yeah. And so charming, and the sword fights were fucking awesome. And in the second one, there was like one sword fight, and then the well, third it's one, I don't. Matrix, know. right? You know, yeah, great. It is. It is. Terrible it is. Film, terrible third film. I'm such a surprise at how good it was. Jack Davenport in the first one, fucking yeah. brilliant. Like, they're all brilliant in the first one. Uh, number eleven is Suicide Squad. Oh dear, let's not. Uh, hey, my Harley fav- Quinn. One right? of my favorite. One of my favorite. I haven't watched Harley Quinn yet. Is it good? Uh, yeah, no. Did you- oh, that's another film that's come out early as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Harley Quinn's actually pretty decent. Um, okay. It's pretty fun. I heard it's coming. Is that on streaming now already? Yeah, it's. I think oh. again, it's paid for, but um, you okay. can get it on iTunes right. and stuff. Um, okay. it's. I like Suicide. I liked her in Suicide Squad. She was great. I like Will Smith in Suicide Squad. He I was, was. 
well, I was surprised at how good it was because I love Deadshot as a character. Yeah. And with no disrespect to Will Smith, the character isn't Amer- Amer- African-American. Uh, that doesn't matter that much. It's an adaptation. You know what I mean? I'm always prepared to be like, that's yeah. okay. But I haven't liked Will Smith in a long time. Like, I haven't seen it. No, and no, I will no. say, he was he was good in the film. The only thing that really bummed me out was he's the world's deadliest assassin. You don't need to invent a daughter for him to care about. No. You just don't need to invent that. It was so I, I was just like, so, we, I, and, and you do wonder, was that Smith going, I have to have something that makes me seem nice. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I totally think that. Um, yeah, also, I couldn't get over that. I couldn't get around that. Also, the less said about the world's worst joker, the better. Uh, yeah, H- horrible. Thank Horribly you, thank you, Joaquin Phoenix, for completely helping us forget that. Yeah. And yeah. number 10, a film that needs no introduction, Batman and Robin. Oh no! Yes. No, I like that film. No, I like that film. Loads. No, uh, no. The way to watch, the way to watch it, the way to watch it, no. is to think about the sixties Batman TV show, and you watch it in that sort of way, and Tot- it works brilliantly. Yeah. It's totally tongue in cheek. But it, yeah. but it wasn't. It didn't work at the time at all. No. But actually, if you watch it as a campy, fun movie, it's genuinely entertaining. Chill out. <laughs> You're not taking me to the cooler. cooler. (laughs) But even the things like the Batman Forever credit card, all that shit. That is absolutely 60s. That's 60s. No, that was 60s. That was 60s. That was it. That was brilliant. The two things I hate about this film. Three things I hate about Okay, there's a lot of things I hate about this film. You should genuinely watch it at Christmas. I'm not joking. Watch it as a Christmas movie. I mean, the nipples on the bat suit were unnecessary. I just Um, think it's funny. I just think all of it's funny. Alicia Silverstone. Yes, I know, it's unbelievably bad. And I also, yes, it's the line, um, she's just come back from Oxbridge. Oh, that's the letter Oxbridge University. Like, and you're like, just like, well you realise that's not a thing, right? <laughs> I, I genuinely feel like there were two writers who came up. One of them was like, should we make it Oxford? No, let's make it Cambridge. Wait. And then they just high five Oxbridge. Because <laughs> like, oh, they got paid like $100,000 for that. Like, I would, I would argue it's probably not the worst Batman film. I, I it, actually, isn't, it isn't the worst Batman film. It I think really Batman isn't. Forever is probably a worse film than Batman. No, 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 no. The Dark Knight Rises is the worst Batman film. As a, do you know what? I, I think it's a better film than Batman and Robin, but as a Bat it's movie. terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible Batman film. It's a good film. Imagine so- if Bat- Imagine if Batman Robin. I'm not, I know this is ridiculous. Imagine if 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 that film had been like an animated film. Yeah. It'd be so much. It's so much fun. Yeah. And it's not. I'm not going to call it good. Good is the wrong word. But I, it's entertaining as fuck. It, it's definitely something. Uh, Alice through the looking <laughs> glass. Johnny Depp is on this list a lot, right? It's pretty, pretty bad. It's, a, it it's, a, bad. it's bad. Uh, Fantastic it's Four 2015, Josh uh, Trank. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. It's just that, awful. I mean, it's embarrassing. Again, another film that has no bearing to the trailer whatsoever. No. There was this uh, weirdly admirable bit where they sort of try and turn it into body horror, but but it's a superhero film, so it's not it's a it's kid's superhero so film. It's so badly cast. Casting was terrible. Casting was overall like, terrible. Like Miles Teller. Yeah. Is and I, not, like, I like I like all the cast, and yeah. they're all wrong. Mars Teller wasn't good. Um, Kate Mara wasn't good. Jamie Bell as Ben Grimm like, does not work. Yeah, I mean, does like you had the best Ben Grimm ever with yes. um, Chick Chicklist. Chicklist. In fact, in fact, the cast in those two films, honestly, I genuinely think, I still think that the first Fantastic Four, not the Corman one, obviously, but the first Fox Fantastic Four film is the closest film to a Marvel comic. Yeah, it's in terms of colours. No, I, I get that, like, and it, it's colourful. It plays it's like fun. a comic, 
And it's 90 minutes as well. It's like 92 yeah. minutes or something. Well, that's exactly it. And, and do you know what? And like Chris Evans' Human Torch was great. He was fantastic. He was the, the whole of the four. They were yeah. all fantastic. It's just the film's a bit ropey. But why did they just yeah, make it's not perfect. this it's not into perfect. Batman dark type? Uh, it was insane. It was such a mistake. It was such a mistake. Uh, next up, a film that I've seen, but I barely remember, R.I.P.D. Oh, I've seen it once and it is terrible. It's uh, a shame. It has potential, but it is terrible. Yeah. Um, the next up uh, is uh, definitely in the list of what the fuck were you thinking? The Dark Tower. Oh, it's terrible. Again, that's a film I watched, what was that, a few, three or four years ago, I want to say. Yeah. A few years ago. And I remember watching it going, first of all, it's mercifully short. <laughs> Again, if I, I might have got that right. I feel yes, like it was actually quite short, but it does not make sense at any turn. Like I, I just remember watching it, going, "It's like have I have I missed a film where all of this is explained?" Yeah, it's it's terrible. And the thing is, you've taken what is effectively a seven-page Game of Thrones length epic fucking book, and you put is that it how long it was? Is that how long is it? That shot? I didn't know that. It's something like a seven-book series, right? Oh, it's, I see. And the books are weighty as fuck um so god knows how you this is what you get out of it It, it's it has the same relation to book as world war z has to the book fair enough although i like world war z (laughs) i I like it as well second time third time round. uh next up um right franchise wrong film revenge of the fallen transformers Yeah, it's terrible. Wrong I mean, film. I mean, everything onwards from one. So like one. If you get put one film in this, oh, I see. Yeah. It's Age of Extinction. Yeah, although I mean, I haven't seen Dark. Was Dark? I mean, the third one. Dark the third, third one. one. That's fucking second terrible. One's te- but, second one's like, the second one's bad. The third one is terrible. The fourth one has a character trying to justify underage sex with a child. I can't even get into that. I can't. Like, I can't. Like can't. whatever. Literally. I've never tried. I've never. The China bit at the end also makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Totally. It's like whatever argument you have that that isn't the worst film, I will always come back with. That said, that said, robots with testicles. Yeah, well, the ghetto bots, if we're being polite about and, it. Yeah, the, basically the most racist disgusting. film. It's disgusting. Since, um, like, like Jerry Lewis did Chinese. <laughs> Right, just uh, four, Mickey, Ro- or Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> yes, totally. Right. What are you doing? Number four yeah. is a film I haven't actually seen, um, okay. but I was a fan of the TV show. I was not a fan of the first film, Sex in the City two. Possibly the 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 greatest Mark Kermode rant ever. Oh yeah, I can't. Do, you're aware of that podcast, the uh, the, the worst idea of all time. Yes. So they did, they did, I don't know if it's still going because I stopped listening a while ago, but they did, first of all, they did great, so I don't know if anyone knows this, so the, the, the worst idea of all time, these two fantastic Australian comedians, or they use it, no, they're Australian, uh, who are fantastically funny, young guys, and they, they said, let's, for, for one whole year, every week, 52 times, watch Grown Ups 2 and review it. <laughs> like review it every time and it is hilariously funny they've never seen grown-ups either which is even funnier so they just watch grown-ups too and and they start to become so depressed during it it's one it's so so funny and so you you genuinely become quite attached to them and then when they finished that they did sex in the city too for the next year which is oh, two and a half no. hours. it's two and a half hours long a grown-ups two was like uh, grown-ups two is like 105 minutes or something and and sex in the city is like two hours and 25 minutes or something Why they did you- it Oh, oh, it was absolutely incredible. And they would come up with little sets. So it's like 
there's a guy in there's a scene where the girl i haven't seen the film there's a scene where they all meet for coffee or something or in a restaurant and there's a guy behind them who during their scene like during the dialogue he's brought a coffee he drinks it as quickly as possible and dashes out there's no it's an it's a back, background guy and and so every week for 52 weeks i had to come up with a different reason for why he was because he he's brought it it's, it's piping hot and he just downs it he downs piping hot coffee and runs out the room <laughs> like, wow. I, I guess the best reason is he realizes in the background of a sexist too yeah so anyway so i haven't seen it but i have heard 52 weekly reviews of it. wow <laughs> i mean that is genuinely get more, they get ever more depressed fucking insane right it is good it is uh, very next good. up after sex and the city 2 is yeah. a film that you are going to massively disagree with well, okay I is this number three? Are we at, are we at number, three, number three? Yeah, I don't think it should be on this list mm. at this position. Okay. But Independence Day Regurgence was Resurgence, Resurgence. I Regurgence. really enjoy that film. I, in fact, I watched Independence Day again the other day and I really enjoy it still. But I know how stupid it is. And I did, okay, I've only seen Resurgence twice, but I, I watched it twice. And I, really, and I will watch it again soon. And I really enjoyed it. I know exactly how goofy it is. Like, it's totally ridiculous. Yeah. But it's so much fun. I don't think it's one of the worst films. I think it's really, really enjoyable. I mean, I, I think it's terrible. I think there are far worse films than that. Mm. On to Star Wars Episode oh. 2, The Attack of the Clones. It's definitely the worst prequel, isn't it? It's definitely. I mean, it's The Phantom Menace bad. has, it has the bits. pod race. Well, it has the Darth Maul, and it has the epic lightsaber battle at the end. Yeah, and it's got other, and there are other bits in it. Yeah, perfectly it's got some it's nice probably, ideas. I was gonna, I think I've said before that the first, the, the three prequels have about forty minutes of Star Wars magic between them. Yeah, sort sort of like, um, and, and then and then some of the rest of it is fine as well, and then there's terrible bits. This film is all about it's sand. Awful. It's awful. Bad haircuts. Frolicking in meadows. Ugh. And just Christopher Lee and Yoda, just who thought that was a good, good idea? I know. A ninety-five, I mean, a ninety-year-old man and a fucking green muppet. I know. I mean, in many ways, it's the best part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and, but even but you know, the bit we got, I know it's actually because this was pre, this was early in the film. The bit that just made me go, I can't. Like you know, when you watch something, you go, I can't take yeah. this in. But seeing that diner where they talk to. Oh. Is it Ewan McGregor's concert? And it's this gigantic. Is he the chef or something? The cook? Or yeah. something? I don't know what. And he just yeah. fills up. It just you're just watching it going. This just doesn't. Could you just yeah. stop now? Yeah. And that was before. And that was before the meadow. I was just watching that bit going. This should just be a scene of dialogue where you get the information and you go. Yeah. And it's just. I don't deeply... like sand. It gets everywhere. Oh right. Yeah. 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 Yes. And yes. Exactly. Worst film. Worst blockbuster on the list here is. John Wall, please. Um, Any ideas? Any ideas what it might be? Oh, uh, well, I, I'd hopefully say John Wick too, but people probably won't agree with that. A lot of people um, agree with Yeah. Uh, something that's worse than all of those films. Yeah. It's not like Jupiter Ascending, is it? Uh, no, but that was on another list. Um, this film, Jupiter Ascending was actually okay. I found it. Well, again, how far did I get in? Forty? I don't remember. What, when you found out that Sean Bean is a B, I just went, eh, <laughs> I'm, I'm good now. Sean Bean is a B. Like, they say, they say you're part B or something. Or you're yeah, I B. think it's something like that. I went, I went okay, goodbye. <laughs> click. Uh, and the answer is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Bullshit. That's a good film. 
It's terrible. No, it's not. It's a good film. It's not it's a great terrible. film. It's nowhere near as bad as any of those other films. Um, no, I mean, nowhere near. Nowhere near. It's genuinely not the worst film I've ever seen. It's a good. Oh no, I, I. It's a good film. Not great. It's a good film. I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm gobsmacked by that. That is nowhere near as bad as the Transformers films. Um, it's nowhere other, near as bad as those films. Other films that on other websites have come up: Green Lantern. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Superman for the Quest for Peace. That's a lot of fun, but it's not good. I mean, it, it's possibly one. But, one. but we got we got Street Smart out of it, so I don't care. Yeah, fair. Um, and other films that have come up, R.I.P.D. again comes up a lot. Speed Two, Cruise Control. I think that possibly has pretty to be bad. That is bad. Right. That you see, that I, that would be that is worse than Extraordinary Gentleman because if nothing else, it's just because it's so fucking boring. Yeah, it's <laughs> boring. It's Speed Two is boring throughout. Like from the first minute, it's boring. I don't understand how you take a concept of Ooh, crashing that. a ship into an island. You know yeah. that was how he pitched it. Is I want to crash a ship into an island. They went, oh yeah, okay, fine. And then they did. They, then they wrote the script. <laughs> okay, brilliant. And yeah. I think possibly one of the worst blockbusters, one of the worst bigger budget films to come out in the cinema ever, um, was The Happening. Pretty apt. Oh, it's absolutely awful. Yes, it is. It's and it's like it's it is the terrible. Wind. Yeah, it's te- there's a bit when he's talking. There's a bit where Wahlberg is talking to a rubber plant like it can understand him, and then you find out it's made out of rubber. It's not even like an actual plant. That was just that was. I mean, there are moments where you just go, "This is genuinely brilliant." Um, <laughs> no, I remember even, watching at the cinema having the best oh, time because I was laughing oh. my ass off. Um, I met Zoe turned around to me at some point. Yeah. At one point, went like, "Stop laughing! People might be enjoying this." And I'm like, "There is Please. seriously no one in this film cinema that is enjoying this shit." Well, also, oh, there's two other things for me. The first one is when the poster first came out. I just, I couldn't have, it was almost like a Homer Simpson was going, ooh, the happening, like, like the, <laughs> the strange thing, like, like, the ha- fuck off, like, like, that was the first time when I really was with, with Shaman, I was like, done, I'm done, the, ha- the spooky, what's happened, like, fuck off, and then when I watched it for the first time, and luckily I watched it with Chris Regan and a few other people, because if I'd have watched it by myself, I'd have probably stabbed myself through the eye, there's the bit when we first meet Wahlberg, yeah, who, who I who I adore, and the first thing you see is you see him on a desk, and he's talking to, to school 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 pupils or whatever. Yes. Right? He's like, okay, guys. So uh, today we're going to talk about I don't remember the thing, but he's talking to them like they're eight, like you know. So guys, we're going to talk, and then it moves around, and you see the audience are in their like early twenties. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay, then <laughs> fine, I suppose. Like they're all, they're all obviously like college students, or like probably eighteen or nineteen. But he talks to them like, hey guys, so. We're going to talk about nature. It's like they're not eight years old. <laughs> it's very, very weird. It's Palestine. So, uh, Ross, where can our fun, fine, wonderful and amazing audience uh, find out more about you? Well, I'm literally going to be holed up in this flat. <laughs> just, 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 so you can come, come at me. <laughs> um, it, it could be like a land of the dead situation. See? Um, yeah, oh my uh, god, that's amazing! Yeah, so, uh, all the social things, film, right? but hey, no, I like that it's fine. It's not good. Is not it's fine. Fine. okay. It's if fun. you compare it to the rest of the films in that trilogy, yeah, okay. Well, but, but then you're also looking at Survival of the Dead and Diary of the Dead or whatever the fuck it was, which are two of the worst zombie films. They're pretty, they are pretty terrible. 
like survival of the dead where it has a zombie on horseback and i was like i've i've got a good imagination right but i am fucking out of this shit is that the one with the amish guy as well because he's hilarious yes, like, yeah, he, yeah. Himself, he kills himself with his own sickle it's crazy. like like i i you know me right i love george romero's films mm. I for think me, it's Day all of... about the dark half, dark half for me. It's yeah, see, but I, like for me, Day of the Dead is one of the scariest movies ever made. It's really frightening. It's genuine. There are bits in it, but it's truly apocalyptic. Yeah, it's. It's. I don't think there has been a movie as apocalyptic as that film ever no, made. I agree. It I quite, truly shows you what a shit show humanity becomes when they're locked yeah. down single locations have no food mm. and aren't allowed to go outdoors yeah yeah exactly we'll just we'll just turn on each other basically yeah um but yeah and then, but that trilogy was just i mean land of the dead at least it had a big budget yeah and it's fun it's fun and it had a nice idea i had, I had some really nice ideas mm. so, uh, uh diary of the dead was just appalling yeah and then survival of the dead is the worst zombie film I've ever seen. And that is not a small list of zombie films, right? Mm. I have seen a lot of zombie films and that is the... Anyway, we, we get completely off track. So where can our lovely listeners find out more about you, Mr. Boyask? So uh, on all the socials, I'm at Ross Boyask. Uh, the company Evolutionary Films is at Evo Films UK. And this action film franchise at Vengeance Film UK. Let's see what happens given all the weirdness now. I don't know what's going to happen now. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but yes, when you get when you get a version sent out to press, send me a version because by that point I'm going to need to see someone punching someone. www.philsquickreview.co.uk on Instagram, Ross and Phil Talk Movies on Twitter, Phil Quick Review. We will be back to talk more about movies uh hopefully i would have watched some movies by then it's ironic isn't it the one time i actually have time to podcast is the one time i don't have time to listen to movie watch movies <laughs> what are you gonna do uh thanks for listening bye 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 you're so wrong about independence day regurgitants no i'm not no you are no <laughs> no no no, no.